There we go. That one sounded okay. way better. Yeah. So what's up? Come again? <laughs> I'm just ruining your intro. <laughs> it happens. Listen, this is it's, it's this is episode 201, baby. No rules, just right. We're in a new era of fear baiting. Well, congratulations mm-hmm. on uh, finishing your March Night Shyamalan. Yeah, that the first 200 episodes. Were, <laughs> the first 200 episodes were like a pilot. Uh, for for the rest of the show, <laughs> that was a prequel. This is where this is this is the true episode one. Anyway, uh, what's up is that I have been Ugh. like trying to get into the podcasting mood by watching uh, BBC videos mm-hmm. of uh, you know like the tiniest, cutest, cutest cat that like uh, exists in the wild. Yeah, you know that one, right? Uh. I'm not familiar with the the one exactly, but you, you say the tiniest, cutest animal, and I think a dick dick. So you can just keep going on and think. I'll I'll just think about a dick dick, no matter what you're talking about. All right, uh, and yeah, it's it's amazing. Everyone is just like not listening to the narrator saying that like it actually is a fierce predator. But yeah, it's it's the size of my hand. You know, it's. At some point, you just gotta let the whole fierce predator thing go. Yes, it ke- it like eats rats or whatever, but you know it's cute. Right. Sometimes, sometimes things that are deadly are also very cute, like exactly. spiders. Spiders, very cute. Especially the ones this is, with the, this like, is a pro, this is a pro spider podcast. Yeah, the ones with uh, all the like fur on them, tarantulas. Ooh, yes, I love those guys. Um, so the thing is that like I. I think I may have discussed this before, but like I love regular sized spiders. Like regular sized spiders, great, love it. And when I'm playing a video game, I I also love giant spiders. Fucking cool as shit. Absolutely awesome. Love it. The thing I cannot fuck with whatsoever is like an average person sized spider in a video game. Like like have you played Skyrim? But have you played Skyrim? I've played Skyrim like. I have played Fallout New Vegas. Uh, okay. I the the reason I asked is because the first area and the first like dungeon in Skyrim you have to go to is like just littered with human sized spiders, and it just like gives me the f- ma- major fucking willies every time. But any other size of spider, exactly what I love to see. Uh, building size spider. Fuck yeah, big. <laughs> <laughs> are they the height of a, of a human, or are they the length of a human? I think if you, like, put a human down, like... I think if you, like, laid down and, like, put the, superimposed the spider on top of it from, like, leg to leg, I think they would be about the same size. That's the size of spider I'm talking about. Okay, yeah. Definitely can't imagine that. Also, I can imagine that getting stuck in all the geometry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just, just enter your mind palace and say, Ooh, I am running into a stone. Oh, I can't move. Oh, a spider. <laughs> oh, no, the game crashed. <laughs> entering my entering my mind's eye and just seeing a blue screen of death. <laughs> this is surely not an ill yeah. omen of any variety. <laughs> so yeah, how's the movie for you? Uh, well, first of all, we have to get we have to get out of the cold open.
to Fear Baiting, everyone. It's your number one uh, fucked up guy convention podcast. Uh, I'm Sarah, and I'm joined this week by brand new guest, Helga. Hi. Hi, Helga. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so, where? Uh, I, I, just, I just almost about, I almost asked where can people find you, like it's the end of the show. Like, uh, yeah, let's pack it up, get out of it. No, um... So, give us a little bit of your history with horror movie. Well, introduce yourself a little bit. Tell us about your history with horror movies. What your what some of your favorites are. What your like if you have a favorite subgenre. Go ahead and hit us with that. What what you got? So until like I I was like at least twenty, I was super scared of horror movies. I didn't like to watch them at all. And like even when like barely horror adjacent things like uh, Full Metal Alchemist, I just freak the fuck out at any, like, body horror. Uh-huh. But uh, I guess my wife kind of got me into horror movies. And my favorite, I guess, is the, uh, let's just say, social issue horror. I mean, the kind of, like, uh, get out shit. Yeah, like a, a get out or a... Uh, I'm trying to think of another movie that would be... Night of the Living Dead? Yeah. Sure. Uh, that, yeah. Uh, yeah, that works. Um, those two movies, and then whatever, whatever, uh, co- whatever COVID horror movie we're going to be getting in about a year or two from from Bloomhouse. Oh no, I'm not oh, looking forward to that. We're absolutely getting a prestige horror movie that's about the pandemic, but not actually really about the pandemic from like A24 or Bloomhouse or one of those people. I think that it will be like the pandemic for like the five minutes for the first five minutes, and then it will be like you know biting people's necks off. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've already got the we've already got the Michael Bay pandemic movie coming, right? Like that's already in the that's already in the pipeline. I had no idea that Michael Bay was still making stuff. Oh yeah, Michael Bay make Michael Bay is not only still making stuff, but he's making a pandemic movie. Jesus, I can't wait for his new mistakes. Yeah, I uh, I really think we should just give that. I really just think we should like. <sighs> I'm not normally one to want to give money to the rich, but I really think we should just, like, get that man a vacation to fuck off somewhere for a long time and stop making movies. I think we could just do without Michael Bay for a little while. Yeah, I think we could do without. So, uh, I hope that you've read the, like, uh, original short story by Gogol. Like, at least uh, one or two biographies of Gogol by different authors. Maybe a Russian Empire history. Maybe, like, a history of the Soviet Ukraine. Uh, you know, how you've been reading it up for this oh, yeah, I've done, I've, I've done. I've done all my homework. I've got, uh... <laughs> I've been doing all my homework. I know I know everything about Russia, Ukraine, anything there is to know, I've got it in my brain. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, so this week we watched uh, V, the v, uh, V-I-Y, or uh, how, how do I print? I don't actually know how to pronounce the Cyrillic characters that it would be, like, written it's, with. It's just V. V, right, right, yeah, duh, of course. Uh, it just it, it looked to to me like you know the typical English knower just reads it as B N N with an N, with a tilde over it. <laughs> I'm, the, yeah. I'm, I'm the motherfucker. I'm the motherfucker who put on uh, on the on the Donald Trump star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh God! Don't remind me. <laughs> the the thing like I can't read Cyrillic, but like it it's still like 
pains me so badly every time. I cannot believe that we're still doing the thing of, like, writing English words in Cyrillic. Yeah, just like, uh, you know, put some Cyrillic, uh, uh, like, uh, like, just put the Cyrillic L and make sure that it, for English speakers it's N. And, like, uh, maybe put some, like, Mandarin characters in there. Just, you know, Ooh, the yeah. Asians. Somewhere, somewhere in Asia, you know? Right, 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 right. It's, yeah, it's, we, we, we love to, we love to use Cyrillic properly in all of our political posting and movie things. <gasps> but we watched something that does use Cyrillic properly this week. <laughs> we sure like did. I said, we watched 1960, we, we just got off the train of, we just got off the M. Night Shyamalan train. March Night Shyamalan has screeched to a halt. We, we tuck and roll off the train and we land in 1967 Russia for V. Um... I liked this movie a whole hell of a lot. Like I, I, you had spoken highly of it and uh, Blair had also mentioned liking it. And so I like, I was excited going in, but I had no idea what to expect. And whatever I was expecting, this is not that, but it was also really good. I loved this movie a lot. Um, you want to get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. Uh, so from 1967, Russia, uh, we get immediately to, about like 1700 ukraine yeah we uh we open like uh it's 12 bong there's a well we, we the very opening is just like it, it the framing device of like this is a story that has been told for generations like it's just like a couple of lines and then we just get opening credits and then we go to the the it, it's not a monastery what is it it's um it's a seminary seminary thank you it's a yeshiva for christians okay gotcha we go there and it's twelve bong and there's a ruckus and the, there's a ruckus going on in the courtyard. Um, this is I I they're they show a picture of everyone petting a goat and at the same time someone like says oh the rector and I uh, I just assumed that the goat was named Rector and not that the rector was the title of the bearded <laughs> guy who walked out of the building when someone said oh the rector. <laughs> so, yeah, they're also feeding they're also like feeding Bible pages to the goat. <laughs> so good this scene is so funny um uh so we yeah we just see the goat we see the goat and the, the rector comes out and is like hey everyone it's spring break uh don't get too twisted don't go don't go too crazy uh here's a couple of things that happened last time uh and he's like this these are some very bad things that happened but every time he lists something off all the lads and the all of the lads laugh uh at, uh about the about the the japes and hijinks that were gotten up to by previous uh, members of the seminary. <laughs> yeah, they did a little bit of Scooby Dooing. Yeah, <laughs> um, they do a big prayer, and in the middle of the prayer, before they leave for spring break, there's a shot of one of the guys just like milking the goat while he's saying the prayer, and it's just, I just liked that. It made me laugh. Yeah, he's like kind of in the back row, you know, like, uh, like pupils in the back row always get up to some fucked up shenanigans mm -hmm. because the teacher can't see them. Right. But, like, those people are, like, 35, all of them, the Seminarians. Right. Imagine, imagine the mischief you could get. Think about the mischief you got up to at age 15 in the back of the classroom. Imagine the kind of mischief you could do at age 35 with a goat. You could milk that thing. <laughs> and they do. <laughs> and they do. Milking a goat in the back of the classroom to own my, own my professor. Um... I, my next note here is that, like, I know I'm not even five minutes in, but this doesn't feel like a horror movie, and I think that that was, like, that's something that I said, I, I, I just said offhand at the time, but I think it's genuinely, like, a, a thing I would issue as a compliment. Like, the, 
the aura around this movie for the first like 10 or 15 minutes genuinely maybe 10 or so minutes i guess until the witch gets involved like the first 10 minutes just feels like 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 just kind of feels like dudes rock like it's just like oh yeah these these lads are all having a laugh they all you know they, they're at the seminary they're you know they they go to the they go to the picnic table with all they go to the what where what is the place that they like steal all the food and the women from i don't know where they go but they just like I- they I think that's the market or something. Like, they go to the marketplace and immediately ransack it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, like, some like some very, like, uh, uh, some, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Some very, like, fun, I, I can't think of a better word, but, like, fun music plays. Like, I feel like some fun japery is Jumpy. happening based on the music <laughs> that's happening. <laughs> yeah, uh, they, like, uh, get a huge cloth and trap a woman in it, which is... Yeah. <laughs> questionable yeah but they all uh we get a shot of all the seminary boys filtering out of the market and they seem to have left all the women behind they did not take them they were just have they were just having a laugh yeah but they did take like uh you know cows uh, not not cows but like uh chicken yeah they took some chickens oh yeah they did uh they did uh they did ransack the 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 market but it's fine they're they're permitted i guess because seminary I think they're just, they're not permitted, but, like, there's no police. Right. Who's going to stop them? Who's going to catch them? It's, you, what, what, when, you said it's, like, 1800s Ukraine? Uh, I think it's earlier than that. But, I don't know. Yeah, true. But, uh, so, they all steal a bunch of things. Then three of our friends, the three boys who we care about, well, I mean, the one boy that we care about and his two buddies, um, they get lost, and there's a really good line here where one of the guys just like walks up and is like, "Well, the devil would lose his way too in this darkness." And I just, I just like that line. Um, I think it's like the direct translation would be something like, uh, "The devil would break his leg." Oh, that's way better. Shit, that's way better. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's God. some ghosts in the translation. Yeah, I've seen. I, uh, I'm very excited to get through the rest of this movie and for you to tell me like the way cooler translations that they sh- that there should have been instead of the subtitles that I saw. Um, well, I hope so. Uh, they they find a farmhouse out in the middle of nowhere and they're like, "Hey, can we stay here?" And the person there is like, "No!" And they're like, "Please!" And she's like, "Okay, but only if, only if I can be homophobic about it. You can't share a bed." <laughs> yeah, they introduce themselves as uh, homobrute. Or Brutus, I guess that would be in, in English. Uh-huh. Uh, the Philosopher, Halyava, uh, which is translated from contemporary Russian, at least, as free stuff. Hell yeah. Like, and uh, who is the theologian? And Gorobets, the uh, orator, I guess. But, like, uh, these are very important characters. You should definitely remember all three of them. Right. The only one the only... going to be, like, very important to the plot. The the only yeah the only one that winds up mattering is Coma, right? Coma yeah, Coma Brutus Coma Brutus. Yeah. Uh, but the other the other two they the the thing that's interesting about this the other two is that they actually like do matter for the very end of the movie, but they you literally don't see them. At, I feel like you don't see them <laughs> literally at all between this scene and the end of the movie. <laughs> you literally don't. Yes. Because what happens is the, the the lady who owns the farmhouse is like, okay, you two, you can sleep in the house and you can sleep somewhere else in the house. Sorry, I, and you, Coma, you, I have only got, I only got two beds. Sorry, bud, you got to fuck off and sleep in the farmhouse. Um, 
Yeah, with the cows. With the cows. Um, he, he goes and finds himself a nice little bed of hay and falls asleep, tries to fall asleep on it. A pig bothers him and he kicks the pig. And I was immediately rooting against this character for the rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, didn't he like, uh, lose his uh, lose his shoes? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then someone and then the uh, the old lady like walks in and threw them at him. Right. Yeah. And like uh, losing his shoes is apparently a theme in this. <laughs> old loose shoes coma, they call him. <laughs> oh, yeah, call, they so call the him. Bu- they call you, you've heard of Butterfingers. Now get ready for Butterfeet. <laughs> I hate the imagery. <laughs> you remember that? You remember that video that one of the first videos that went viral on YouTube of the lady crushing grapes when <laughs> and then she fell out of uh, and then she fell. The, she had butterfeet. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do remember like uh, a uh, video from Twitter uh, where somebody says I'm churning the pussy butter. <laughs> Oh, now butter pussy. That's the, that's the good shit. <laughs> that's what re- that's what I call really good butter chicken. <laughs> Damn, yeah, so this butter pussy lady, is tight. Lady uh, wakes him up, and like walks into the, uh, what's it called, the stables. Yeah, the stables, and she's, like, being weird at him, and, like, the guy thinks the granny wants to fuck him. But yeah, what she, and what says, she, she's a little too old. Yeah. <laughs> Not, sorry, lady, you need to be at least ten years younger to get in this hole. Um, But uh, the granny, like, cha- the, the old lady, like, chases him around the farm a little bit. Uh, or not around the farm, around the stable a little bit. Um, And then she, like, eventually catches him and, like, forces him to the ground into like a push-up position and then like gets on his back and then like he stands up like without using his forearms like it, it just looks like he like uses his it like looks like the most extreme version of the michael jackson lean and it looks so good i i love the practical effects in this movie are incredible like i i sometimes you can kind of see the the sometimes you can kind of see the magic trick but even seeing it doesn't really take away from it like it's I love all the practical effects that happen in this movie. They're so good. It's some of the, yeah. and some of the some of the stuff in this some of the stuff in this movie really made me think like wait this this was sixty seven like you could do this shit back then. Um, yeah. So like uh, the uh, movie was partially directed by a uh, uh, Ukrainian director uh, who's like famous for uh, what's it called stop motion movies. Oh, oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Oh, that makes so and, much sense. Yeah, so she rides him into the night using like a broom. Yeah, as she, the she like prop. he's like she starts like piggybacking him after she like forces him to like st- after she forces him to reverse Michael Jackson from the ground, um, and then she like just like waves her hand around in the air until a broom comes flying in, and then like they just start floating, and then they're flying, and they're like, uh, and then the the whole th- and the, the whole music time- switches to like ethereal, you know, like right. beautiful. Sky shots, and we get like the the classic like the Superman flying thing of like the the overhead shot the overhead shots of the land beneath, and like I love this shit. I I really just cannot get enough of it. Um, and in the middle this of it, pre this was pre Superman, right? Uh, I 
think let me check when Superman was on the air. Uh, the Adventures of Superman. No, this predate uh, the Adventures of Superman. Uh, was the fifties? Was in the fifties? Oh no, I was talking about like the Steve Reeves movie. Oh wait, what, what's it called? The shit, I forgot what the name of the guy was. Christopher Reeve. Christopher Reeve. Yeah. Uh, this actually, I believe this does predate this. This this movie does. Yeah, the nineteen Superman was uh seventy eight. But I was I was specifically yeah. thinking of the um the thing that came to my mind was the Adventures of Superman the old like black and white TV show that would sometimes be on. But um, now that I think about it, the way that Superman would fly in that is that he would jump out a window and then there would be like an an uh, an animated Superman flying into the distance very quickly so you could not see him. <laughs> um, That's great. So I I must have been thinking the originals. I must have been thinking the Christopher Reeve Superman. Um. Yeah, only now he realizes that uh, this, like, woman is a witch. Yeah, but also he's like, uh, th he says, oh, fuck, this is a witch. But then Coma is like, oh, this isn't real. Uh, this is Jesus, actually. Um, God is doing this. I'm not owned. This is not, this is not a witch. <laughs> but um, they, like, crash land, kind of, not like crash land, but they, like, have a bit of a rough landing in the middle of the field. And Coma just starts beating the shit out of this woman, just, like, absolutely tenderizing her with his fists um but he stops when she turns into a young woman she puts on the melisandre necklace of become young and she turns into a young woman and comes like oh shit ah oh, fuck i can't punch a i can't punch a young lady that's that's also it's weird that she just turned from old to young bye <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he runs away into the night which soon uh -huh. becomes morning and comes back to the seminary mm -hmm. so i guess spring break is not not like starting for him yet. Yeah, maybe it's like maybe it's like a rum springer thing, and it only starts when he actually leaves. <laughs> um, the let me see. The like uh, the rector like finds him. I guess one of the rector's guys finds mm -hmm. him in the uh, in the seminary and like uh, asks him to come like talk to the headmaster. Yeah. And, like, the headmaster, like, uh, gives him the lowdown of the situation, which is, uh, like, his wealthy patron's uh, daughter died. Mm -hmm. Or at least is dying. Right? Yeah, is dying. Because and somebody beat her up on a walk. Wonder who that could have been. Wonder who that could have been. And uh, she, like, specifically said that, like, uh, they should send home a brood to like uh, read her last rites and they said like a wagon and some gods with that so that he would actually come yeah um he yeah the the i, I love the guys that are in the way they, they're not really consequential except for the next scene where they uh well i mean they, they, they're like they're like present but like the only time i feel like they really get to shine is in the next scene where they're like all just getting drunk at a tavern um and yeah Oh, go on. Yeah, uh, like, um, he's, uh, we're definitely, like, getting implications that uh, the rector's having a, like, very cushy relationship with, like, the patron, mm -hmm. right? Uh, he's like, uh, you know, uh, we'll, like, the patron will give him, like, a fancy 
Jesus, I don't remember, but like some some really fancy food, mm-hmm. and like uh, the rector gives him books on Jesus. That's not really an equal business relationship, but I think the like, Jesus uh, Jesus for Jesus. <laughs> yeah, uh, like the rector's definitely get getting rich off of this. Yeah, definitely. And like if Homa like refuses, which he really really tries to do. Uh, he's gonna be beaten senseless. Okay, so forgive the pronunciation question, but the K is silent in his name, Homa? Um, yeah, I don't think there is a K in the Russian version. Huh, in the in the, the subtitles that I was getting, uh, it was K-H-O-M-A, but, I mean, I'll, I'll defer, uh, no, I'll defer like, to you. It's like, uh, the, you know, the, like, Hebrew H. Oh, okay, so it's got a, it's, you, you just put a little stank on the H, the H. Homa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the <laughs> accents are kind of all over the place, but mostly they're attempting to be Ukrainian. Gotcha. Like, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, then we get the fun drinking scene, which has, like, one of my favorite shots in the movie. They're, they're just like, Homa gets way too fucking drunk, um, and he he does a cool drinking trick where he balances a cup on his head and then bounces it uh, into his hand and then drinks it, which was fun. Um, and then he has a vision of uh, the same guy who's traveling with him exiting out of three doors in front of him. And like this shot, like the thing is that like I could easily think I could easily composite this shot in 2021. Like I know how I know pretty much exactly how I would do this in video editing software. No fucking idea how you pull this, how you do this back in 1967. Absolutely no idea. Like I, I genuinely like they, do not. They didn't have, they didn't have uh, green screens by that time. Right. So this is right. all just done with real projection, which is amazing. Yeah. It's so cause like, cause like it, it's, I'm not describing it very well, but what happens is there's this shot of Homa standing in front of these three doors and one of them opens and this guy with like, it's the guy with like the, the weird hair, right? Where it's like, it's like a rat tail that like goes all the way up to the middle of the top of his head, right? It's a traditional uh, Cossack hair, I guess. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but he steps out of the front, the first door and is like talking to Homa and then he steps up, the same guy steps out of the second door. And then Homa moves to the other side of the frame, and then the guy steps out of the third door, and it's just, yeah, it looks cool. It looks good as hell. I love this shit. Yeah, they are like uh, talking uh, in the scene about like uh, how maybe he, maybe like the the god guy should get like go to the seminary himself because he's yeah. not like dumber than Homa. Right, uh, and like Homat continually, continually tries to run away from his duties because, of course, he's scared shitless of the witch. Right, right? but they they, they keep reason. hitting they keep hitting him with the the a Cossack does not run. Right, like a Cossack. What, what is it they keep saying about a Cossack? A Cossack is a brave man or something. Yeah, a Cossack is not afraid or something like that. Yes, that's what it is. That's and that's a, a refrain. That, yeah, that's a mat- that's a mantra that he repeats to himself as well later. He tries to run away while they're sleeping, while like they're sleeping in the wagon as well. Yeah, doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, they just like put him back instantly. Yeah, they have uh, eagle vision. Yeah, <laughs> they've got they've got uh, they've got Assassin's Creed eagle eye. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the next morning uh, they are riding from like this village into another village, mm-hmm. and they receive news that uh, the girl's dead. Oh no! Oh no! The girl's dead, and like the whole village is in grief. Yeah, and uh, they even like shut up a dog that's barking too much because how dare you bark? The girl's dead. 
be polite. <laughs> I um I love like the funeral procession scene that they do here. Like the music is like it, it's 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 all of the villagers uh singing the the funeral song and like that feels like really obvious to say out loud, but like watching it and listening to it, it's like gen the 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 diegetic sound is like genuinely haunting in a way that's kind of hard to put into words. I love it. Like it gives such like a creepy vibe. It's it's so cool. Yeah. And, uh, like, he tries to wiggle out of his duties again because, like, you know, the girl's dead. I'm not gonna, like, read her the last, like, salvation rites. Right. But then the rich man is like, hey, you have to stand, you have to stand vigil over her corpse for three nights. Do this for, do this for me or fuck off. Yeah. And I'll, like, reward you if you do this. And he's, like, uh, the rich guy's, like, really intense. Uh, he's, like, telling his dead daughter that, like, I'm not so much bothered by you, like, dying in your youth as much as I don't know who killed you. Right. And I, at this point, I want to say that, like, I, this movie is a tight 70 minutes long. And the fact that it takes, like, 30 minutes to get to the like, the actual, like, anything resembling horror, not, not anything resembling horror, but, like, the, the core horror part of this movie, it's, it, I love that. Like, just taking almost half of your runtime to get to the scary part rules. Yeah, it's an unconventional horror movie for certain, because it wasn't really set as a horror movie initially, right? Mm -hmm. It's uh, a retelling of Goggle's uh, V, right? And uh, Goggle himself was doing it as a kind of, uh, you know, scary folktale, like the kind, you know, that, like, uh, a girl ran away and then some monster ate her, that kind of shit. Right, the, you know, the classic the classic uh, cautionary tale. Don't eat, uh, I'm trying to think of the old, the fucking, like, don't eat, uh, it, don't eat a seed or it'll turn into snakes in your belly. I think I'm mixing up, like, three separate, like, <laughs> fables here, but, like, you know what I mean. Well, yeah, some time, like, uh, a child disobeyed their parents, and then he got beheaded. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, so Goggle's, like, making a fake folktale, and, like, the movie is chock full of, like, real folklore, and, like, stuff in stuffed into this fake fo uh, folktale. And so, like, they were allowed specifically to be, like, as scary as they wanted to be because it's a folktale. And because of that, we get, like, the, like, jaunty uh, first half and, like, scary second half with oh. some sort of moral at the end. Yeah, they're... they're <laughs> we, do get a, we, do love our, we do love our morals in these horror movies. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, Homa tries to wriggle out of his deal, but the rich guy is like, uh-uh, no, you gotta stand vigil for three nights. And we get our first night with uh, Homa in the in the like, where where, where exactly? What is this like? Another stable? Like it kind of looks like a barn. No, it's it's a church. It's just like a rundown church. Oh, right? okay, that uh, makes we, sense. We like carry her body from uh, the house where it was where like people were standing shiva. Right, and then they brought uh, to... then they brought her to the yeah to the church to the church. That's right. And like uh, they. Lock up Homa in um, in the church mm. and leave. Yep, and he's like, oh, "All they, right, they, uh, sorry, uh, we like have a little scene before that that like uh, uh, Homa is like acquainting himself with the villages, 
Uh-huh. And they tell him a story about like a holy oh, man. Uh, yeah, so his name was Mikitka. And uh, he's like a great hunter. Everyone loved him. But he desired the girl. And like uh, that drove him mad. Like at one point, the girl walked into his stables and said, uh, Hey, can I put like my leg on you so that I can, like, can climb onto the horse? And he's like, ha ha ha, I would rather you climb onto me. And she climbs onto him and rides him into the night, like the scene that we saw earlier. Yeah. And he disappears. Anyway, cut cut to the church. Yes, we get the church where Homa is like, okay, just a regular night with a regular body that I, I definitely did kill. Uh, oopsie, big oopsie on me. Sorry about that one. Sorry about that one, big man. Sorry, God. Um, but, uh, and then he starts seeing things. Uh, uh, he sees the corpse like crying and then crying blood and then the camera cuts and no, it's not. It wasn't crying. Um, uh, he like, he gets a little bit freaked out about this and he like hurriedly lights some candles around. Like he, like this is another one of my favorite things in this movie where he like, he has like a little thing that's like, uh, like, you know, just like a candle holder. It's got like five candles on it. And he like lights, he is lighting, lighting. He lights all of them one by one. Then as soon as he lights the last one, all five of them get blown out. And I, I love that shit. <clears throat> yeah. He like, uh, uh, finally like, uh, gets the candles all lit in the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really like the detail that like in the funeral procession, which we didn't really talk about the kind of, uh, like, well, it's it's a funeral, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, I I don't know if like Christian funerals usually go like that in your country. I'm trying to think, I've only been to like one funeral, in, like two or I've only been to like two ish funerals, um, and they were both like army. They were both like former army, so I really don't have a basis for what like a regular funeral is like. Mm, I don't know. Some somewhere close to the like. Uh, What's it called? Uh, not Hereditary, but like the other movie by Ariesta. Midsummer. Midsummer, yeah, some somewhere close to the Midsummer thing, where they tradition with like uh, the singing, crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, I I knew you were talking. I knew you were talking about something else, but for a second, my brain said, "Oh, okay." So the the I must have like missed the scene where this guy, where the um the lady just like jumped off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I must have missed the scene where where Homa bonked her with the giant hammer. <laughs> yeah, so God, that like, guy's uh, hammer. God, that guy's hammer was huge in that movie. <laughs> that sounds a little Freudian. <laughs> Everything I say is Freudian. I just love sucking dick. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like in the funeral procession, we see like uh, you know these like uh, church icons in the church, and like mm. they're all. Uh, well lit and like they are I guess heavenly like normal kind of heavenly sure. and uh, in the scene where like uh, the candles blow out we see the same church icons and they are frightening in the dark right. the one that really the one that really sticks out because I mean the one that sticks out to me because the movie focuses on it the most is that one painting of Jesus that they keep zooming in on yeah that one he's like having a yeah. sort of scowl yeah He's just grr, angry. <clears throat> um, the, and all the the candles blow out like as soon as he's lighting them, and he's he says something like, "Oh, I wish it were permitted to smoke in a house of God," and like catch me fucking hot, catch me smoking out of all eighty eight pipes on the organ. 
<laughs> uh, he has like a little uh, workaround for that. Yeah. That he like can sniff tobacco. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for a sec- for a second when I was watching that, I didn't realize what he was doing. So I was like, "Oh shit! Is this man? T- is this man doing a bump? <laughs> this man got that. This man got coke. Yeah, seventeenth century coke." Oh god, 17th century coke probably was just lethal. Like, that was just... <laughs> like, probably had a higher rate of death than just putting a gun in your mouth and pulling the trigger. <laughs> but man, you feel good for about an hour before it hits. But yeah, he snorts the tobacco to clear his brain, and then uh, uh, the, the witch wakes up and... Oh god, she's so good in this. Cuz she like she yeah. she like she she wakes up and there's like we get like a shot from like the back side of the coffin as she like floats down on the other side of it and like again, I've said it before in this episode and I'll say it again, but like see, being able to see the hands pulling the strings on a practical effect does not make me love it any less. Um, and so like, you know, just knowing some of the, knowing some of the tricks that they're doing, like shooting from this angle to hide whatever they're doing, like, but like, it just worked. It looks so good. And to, to keep reminding that this is like 1967 is really, really cool. Uh, yeah. So I guess uh, the, like, uh, the philosopher, as he keeps referring to himself and like everyone else refers to him that way, but mockingly, uh, Mm -hmm. like he has read some folk tales because he draws a circle around him and yep. like uh, he's like uh, i guess to like put it on the uh the mind's eye of the listener uh he's standing with like the bible uh on a sort of table right a cloth yeah. table it, it, it's like a little it's like a little cloth pulpit yeah uh, and like he draws a, a circle around the cloth pul- pulpit and just starts uh, reciting various, uh, you know, save me Jesus. Yeah. Things. And then one of my favorite shots in this movie happens where the the witch like walks up to the circle, but she can't reach into it. And she does like the fucking the invisible wall thing. And she is like really selling. Like I feel like I can feel her pushing on the invisible wall, like the way that I see her like straining her arms. It's so good. Um, and then we get this fucking incredible shot of like the camera rotating, like the, the, the way the camera just like keeps a steady, like, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe this. Like basically what, what the way that the shot is set up is that, uh, Homa's in the center of the circle. And then on one side of Homa is the witch. And on the other side is the camera and the witch just rotates around Homa trying to find an opening in the chalk and the camera rotates also like and they're both just on opposite ends and it just looks so fucking cool like it genuinely made me almost nauseated for a moment which i think is really cool when a movie does that in a way that's not like a shaky cam way of making me puke yeah this uh, movie really likes its rotating shots and i like it when it does them <laughs> yeah and then like uh, uh as he's like shouting basically be gone uh the rooster crows and yep. like the triumphant, I guess, uh, which just like becomes pale and like uh, her face starts to shake, and she like retreats back into her coffin. Yep. And then the uh, the other guys come in and are like, "Hey, what's up? What's up, bud?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, nothing. Nothing happened. I'm um, just vibing." 
yeah, he like before the other guys come, uh, he tries to smoke up, but realizes he just said no smoking in church. <laughs> he got to hold himself up to that. Yeah. No ripping fat doinks in the house of God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he walks out of the church like uh, very calm and collected, like nothing ever happened. And uh, makes a couple of jokes about like, not not jokes, but like, you know, wistful observations about how cool the village is and how he would like, like to uh, sit by the river all day, like just catching fish and eating them. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's the animal crossing life. Yeah, God. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course I pray fast. I've got animal crossing. Of course I pray fast. I've got fish to catch. <laughs> what if that was Animal Crossing, but like the the night was just you trying to ward off demons? <laughs> oh my god! Animal Crossing by day, but then the clock strikes nine and it just turns into Bloodborne. <laughs> uh, I mean, given the fact that we never see blood, given the fact that we never see Yarnum during the day in Bloodborne, except for in one of three endings, there's no way to prove that the day that the day in Yarnum is not exactly like Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, he like uh, tries to like hide from everyone so that nobody sees that he's shaking. Uh huh. But. Uh, that's not allowed, according to the guy who's guarding him. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, the village people make him some meal. Borscht. 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 Uh, borscht. Borscht. I can't, I can't hit that, uh, the, 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 at the, um, the rolled R, not a rolled R, the accented R. Yeah, borscht. uh, honestly... I'm kind of annoyed that, uh, like, Polish people imported borscht uh, into America because now everyone says it with a T, and there's no T in the Ukrainian borscht. Yeah, we, we Americans we Americans do love to say borscht. <laughs> yeah, and, like, putting some fucked up syllables in there. Just, like, put <laughs> a thousand consonants in the beginning. Borscht. Uh, yeah, so, like, he's uh, trying to uh, eat his meal, and, like, a crowd forms around him, asking, you know, how it goes, yeah. how it went. And uh, the subtitles are a little bit fucked up in there. Like, they asked, so, like, uh, what happened? And he answers, well, some things happened. But he's not really, like, elaborating on what the things were. Yeah. There were some, there were some, there were some weird vibes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, is this when we go back into night? Is this when we go into night two? Uh, we don't go directly into the night. We go into a scene of people singing. Yes, right, right, right. There's a lot of singing in this movie. There is. I like it. Yeah, I honestly really enjoyed this song. Uh, it's uh, in case you didn't get any subtitles for the song. Yeah, I, I don't think uh, my, sub- my a, songs were subtitles. It's a, like a folk Ukrainian song about, uh, you know, like my wife is at home waiting for me, but I am drinking and drink the drink starting like to make me forget. And 
Homa like slams his cup on the table and sings the last verse about but actually I will never forget my love and uh, yeah and like everyone's shocked at how intense he is it's it's sea shanty and TikTok for it's it's nineteen <laughs> it's nine it's seventeen hundred sea shanty TikTok. Yeah, it's a, a land shanty. Land <laughs> a lanty. <laughs> land shanty. Uh, yeah, and he says again that like I I cannot fear anything, and I'm not actually owned because a Cossack cannot fear anything. A Cossack cannot fear anything, nor can a Cossack be owned. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, like, we go into the church, and at this point in my, like, notes, I started to try to find synonyms for drunk, because Homa is, like, proper sloshed. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a little bit gone off that twisted T. <laughs> not, not as bad as he is on the third night, but on the second night, he is, uh, <laughs> he's, he's in his, he's in his cups a little bit. Um, one of my favorite, th uh, another one of my favorite things in this movie is the, um, he walks into the, he walks into the scene and, uh, he's got his big stupid Bible, his big fucking Bible. Um, he walks over to the pulpit, he places it on the pulpit and he opens the book and a bird flies out. And like, he walked into that scene with that bird in that book <laughs> and it just, <laughs> I just love that shit. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, crows everywhere. Yeah. That's certainly a good sign, right? And crows, crows had never been a signifier of anything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you were going to say, uh, right? He walks into the uh, uh, he walked into the he walked into the scene with the book. Uh, oh yeah, he draws the chalk. He like immediately just like drops to like fucking prone position, like he's crawling under some barbed wire in boot camp, and uh, just like scrawls <laughs> his little chalk outline on the floor. Um, Looks like shit. Oh, it looks like shit, but I guess it's close enough. It, it looks like Squidward drawing a circle. It, it's close <laughs> enough to it's close enough to do the trick that you don't need to get out a protractor for this one. <laughs> well, he could maybe like use himself as a, as a compass, you know, just like plant his feet in one place and just rotate himself. Oh, that yeah, he could do that. But uh, he in, he instead decides to just like throw himself on the ground, like he did. He hit circle twice in a Metal Gear Solid game. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, like, he opens the Bible and starts reading, and he, like, sees a, uh, uh, sees a painting of another scary person. I think it's, like, um, Johan the, uh, fuck, what's, what's the name of the guy who, like, uh, uh, did the sign of the cross on Jesus? Uh, ooh. I don't know. I... If you had asked me this question, there's an alternate universe where I was a big Bible study head and I knew these things. <laughs> I the thing is the thing is when I was like, how old was I? I would have been like eight or nine at the time. I had memorized the names of all of the books in the Bible in order. I didn't know what what happened in any of them because I didn't pay that close attention in Sunday school. <laughs> but it was a neat trick to be able to say like Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Corinthians, Numbers. And then whatever the fuck comes after that, it's that's also not the right. It's Corinthians is not that early. It's Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Deuteronomy, Numbers. Oh God, my my mind is failing me. I know Numbers is five. Numbers is five. I know that one. <laughs> well, okay, uh, yeah. So John the Baptist. John the, ba John the Baptist. <laughs> John the Baptist. There we go. 
Um, but go on. Uh, yeah, so he like uh, sees John the Baptist and immediately remembers that he's like supposed to be a church guy and he's protected by God, supposedly. So he's like starts praying about like, uh, God, please don't abandon me because I am weak. And here he like looks at his empty bottle that he's carrying in his pocket. Uh huh. I ain't got no more liquid courage on me, God. Need your help on this one. <laughs> Need the assist. <laughs> um, but then God has decided to abandon this house because the uh, uh, the witch stays in her casket tonight, but she instead decides to ride it like a pod racer. Um, and again, I just I, I just love this shit. Like this woman in this casket, like just banging up against the invisible wall that is not there, that's been drawn by by uh, uh, Homa. And, uh, it's just, it just looks so good. Like, I, I know I keep harping on this, on the practical effects here. And like, I, I don't want to sound like someone who just like thinks the practical effects are innately better. Cause you know, I've seen some bad practical effects and I've seen some very good computer generated effects, but the practical effects in this movie are really, really good. I, I I'm going to belabor that. I'm going to keep belaboring that point. Cause I just love them. Uh, yeah, she does a little spinny in like the coffin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she rides it like a skateboard. Yeah. While trying to ram his circle. Yeah. Uh, there's like a thing that uh, she starts yelling. And at this point, I want to say like that uh, at no point when she's speaking in this movie, does the voice look like it's coming from her. And that's half like intentional, I guess, because like, you know, she's otherworldly and she's not alive. And... So she's like uh, kind of speaking from another dimension, but also she's Romanian, uh, like the actress is Romanian. Uh-huh. She's like legendary in Soviet cinema. And every time she appeared in Soviet cinema, like in classic roles, like uh, uh, what's it called? The Caucasian Prisoner uh, and uh, other ones like, like she has... A, quite extensive filmography but anyway every time she's appeared in anything she's been dubbed because she has a very noticeable romanian accent and that shit kind of just doesn't feel right in a movie set in ukraine right uh yeah so she's like talking but her mouth doesn't move Uh, yeah it's it's cool i mean yeah i (laughs) just so much of this movie is just me looking at it and saying wow that's cool (laughs) I, Homa I, tries to like ward her off by throwing a shoe at her. Yeah, <laughs> he tries to he tries to hit her with the old. Uh, he, he tries to you know the callback. He, she she hit him with a boot. Now he's hitting her with a boot. <laughs> but he whiffs. Um, and then she uh, and and then she the, the rooster the rooster crows again. Uh, but before she goes back to sleep, she points at him and casts casts spell of blonde twinkification on Homa. <laughs> <laughs> and she well, she tries to cast spell of white your hair and lose your eyes, but it only casts spell of gray your hair. Um, and he like walks out of the 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 church, and then or, yeah, he walks out of the church and like into the square and like just demands music and is like, I want to hear music, I want to dance. He doesn't walk out of the church because like uh, people find him in the church, right? Just uh, like hugging the pulpit. Uh, and he's like carried out of the church, right? And we—that's when we get the shot of the the angry Jesus, the angry Jesus painting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, they barely carry him out of the church. 
like with a silly hat on his head. Yeah, yeah, because he doesn't uh, want the, he doesn't want everyone to see that he's got a he doesn't want everyone to see that he's gone gray. Yeah, uh, and he like demands music. There's a little tippy tap, uh, like you know how children do it when they throw in a tantrum. Mm-hmm. And we got to a scene of the villagers definitely enjoying the show as he's like uh, break dancing to a flute. Yeah. Uh, and like someone asks if like he's all right. He says, "I am dancing, goddammit. And like um, he throws off his hat, and everyone sees that his hair is white now. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, "Oh fuck! Oh shit! He's gray." Um, yeah, he's a uh, gent of the gray. Yeah. I. Uh, and this is like when he's like, I will explain everything. Just let me talk to the rich man. And he goes to the rich man and is like, hey, man, this place is, this is mad fucked up. Uh, this is, there's, this girl is like dead, but she's not. And he just like tells him to shut, he just like shushes him. Like, shut up. If yeah. you do this for I mean, one more night. Even I, if she's a witch, even if she's a witch, she definitely, definitely with no ulterior motives wanted salvation. So you're going to give her salvation. And, and he like, says, if you don't. Yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, uh, if you don't, we are going to lash you with, like, a super fucked up Nine Tails lash. Right. And it, then it... Uh, they they kind of, like, uh, fucked up the translation here, too. Because, like, in the translation, I think they say, like, they'll let you drink vodka and then they'll lash you again. But actually, that's not right. What is it supposed because to say? It's supposed to say that they will... Uh, they will, like, spritz your wounds with Harilka, which is Ukrainian vodka, right? They will spritz your wounds with Harilka, and they, they will, and then they will start lashing you again. And that's the uh, most painful thing I've heard in this movie. That sounds really bad. That, that sounds, sounds that's, really that's, bad. Way, that's way worse than you did to drink vodka between rounds of lashing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. The yeah. guys are, I guess, brutal. Yeah, um, the because yeah, the guy is like, if you do, if you finish this, I will give you one thousand gold pieces. But if you do not finish this, I will give you one thousand lashings, and you will never walk again. Yeah, that too. Break your break your fucking ankles. Yeah, so uh, Hama walks out, and I guess everyone's having like a day night, uh, a daytime sleep. Yeah. Um. He gets fucking like absolutely schlitzed, like for the for the third night. Like he, we um. Sorry, I, I'm skipping a scene here. What am I skipping? What am I missing between this yeah, and him uh, going you're to the skipping for the third night? two things. First of all, he tries to run away once yes, again. Yes, he does. And like uh, he tries to like run away from the village uh, onto some sort of hill, and then it's revealed that he was just running in circles, and the Cossacks <laughs> just easily catch him. And, like, they're definitely, like, they sound friendly, but they aren't friendly. Right. Like, it's implied that they will beat you the fuck up if you don't comply. And he's just kind of, like, lightly cursing them, but uh, goes along. And then we get to, like, the evening. And, like, the women in the village have taken pity on him and given him, like, a whole chicken to eat. And, like, a bunch of harilka. Uh-huh. And uh, he's not very hungry. He's like, 
uh, just saying that, like, let's get this over with. He, like, drinks the Horilka and the women just say, well, he's dead, man. Yeah. He just gets, like, absolutely fucking twisted on that on on that tea. <laughs> he uh, when he when he walks into the when he walks into tea. the church. For, oh, go on. I'm I'm just finishing your joke. Like it's the transparent tea. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's how twisted it is. <laughs> to the Joker, this is yeah, just so regular. To the Joker, this is just regular tea. <laughs> gone. Um, he, he walks, so he, he, he like stumbles into the church, like visible, like visibly drunker than he's been on either of the two nights prior. Um, and he, uh, like is direct, he like, he walks in and he puts his Bible on the pulpit. He does his little circle and he like directly makes an appeal to God and is like, dude, please, please. This is so fucked up. And like, as he's in the middle of doing this, uh, the witch rises out of her coffin yet again. Yeah. And he says like, God. Just come on, just fucking kill her. Just throw lightning on her. Yeah, right. Whatever. He's like, he's like, this is this is this is this is spitting directly in your face, guy. Like he he's trying to snitch. <laughs> he's like, God, <laughs> someone's re- someone's resurrecting. Yeah, and she starts like doing counter spells on yeah. him, like uh, trying to curse him with everything imaginable, and like calling on every kind of creature. Every single fucked up guy you can think of is there. There's yeah, every single fucked up guy. I really like all of their designs. Honestly. Yeah, the my favorite one is that the walls that the the hands that like come out of the walls. But like, I also love like the like kind of like clay looking skeletons that they're that that are that are attacking him. There's like a cool like bone hydra looking thing. Like she's like, I summon the vampires. I summon the werewolves. And I I don't think we saw any any vampires or werewolves among the. Uh, that's a translation thing. Ah. What they say is like Vurdalakiwiri. Uh, and they're kind of like, they're usually localized as uh, werewolves and vampires, but they're kind of just uh, fucked up guys in their own class. <laughs> they just also drink blood and turn into weird things. Okay, so kind of, so kind of like a, a vampire spinoff. Yeah, uh, like a vampire, I guess, uh, you know, the local brand of vampire, the store gotcha, brand. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You're, this is this is this is the great value brand vampire. <laughs> Food you feel yeah. vampires you feel good about. There's a jazzy looking skeleton that saunters towards him. Yeah. Um, and then and then at the, at the culmination of it all, as everyone as all of them are like collapse coal- coalescing upon uh, Homa, she says, "And I summon Via and this like massive like." wide clay like it looks like a um it looks like a clay golem almost um and it like stomps into the room and like two skeletons have to like pry its eyes open because it's like their eyes are shut and then they all just uh start dogpiling homa and just beat the shit out of him yeah so i'm going to like uh focus on the scene a little bit more because like we get uh the like smorgasbord of uh, visual effects in here yeah like we get the uh, rear projection is used amazingly because like we get the spinning shot from before but mm-hmm. right now it's like not just the girl who is just like uh you know on the other side of the camera it's all of the, it's all of the clay hands that are uh, attacking him and all of the skeletons and everything 
Yeah, it's like uh, all of the fucked up guys. And all of them. Some droning things as well. And like... It's the uh, game It's the Game but, Master Anthony of fucked up guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, the church is like lit, lit up in blue because all of the guys are blue and like uh, shiny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and like uh, there's like the... The V comes into the room and I described him as what if somebody painted a troll doll blue and like blown it up like a <laughs> balloon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's... Yeah. And he like uh, shouts, uh, open my eyelids for I can't see. Uh, and I guess his eyes are sort of magic because Homa realizes that, like, if he looks into his eyes, he's a goner. Right. Uh, they, like, raise his eyelids and his eyes look like, uh, you know, something like uh, the eyes of a fly, but, like, also a little bit opalescent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Homa cannot resist like looking at whatever the fuck the monster's doing. Right. Uh, and just as he does, he says, you know, uh, where's the rooster? But I saw that the translation was kind of funny. Did you see the translation thing? Uh, I didn't. What was it? Uh, he just, like, in the translation, they kind of cut off all the context and it's, it just says, a cock. <laughs> right, yes! <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He just say, "Oh, cock! I like it." <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like the whole uh, swarm, uh, like just storms him. I right. Think the the the, was... the via via says, "Arise, my sonic warriors! Seal this <laughs> seal this boo boo bear within the church." <laughs> yeah, I think the implication was that nobody else could see him too, because like uh, the witch herself. Kind of just bumped into that thing, right? And, and there's didn't there's also really like look directly at Hama, right? And on the first night, um, I didn't know, I didn't, I, I mean, I did notice this, but I didn't mention it. Um, she is like stumbling around with her arms out, stretched out in front of her, like very obvious that she cannot really see what is, what what is happening. But so yeah, so she kind of like intuits that uh, he's in the circle, but she can't see him, and I guess if V can see him then so can everyone else and they can enter the cycle and beat the sh- and just absolutely fucking clobber this man to death <laughs> yeah uh homa like uh, in his last moments uh deserves the title of philosopher because he screams like come to reason you senseless people <laughs> please debate please and logic <laughs> please stop hitting me so that we can have a debate on the free market of ideas Please. There is nothing free market about you repeatedly punching me in my solar plexus. <laughs> yeah, and like the witch laughs and uh, her laughter is kind of echoed in the mouth of V. Yeah. Um uh but then uh she turns old again and she like uh, the rooster crows. The rooster crows, yeah. And she turns old again and goes back into her casket. Which, And the way that she goes back into her cat, Well, the way that she, like, A, turns old and B, goes back into her casket is, like, in a stop motion kind of... In, in a stop motion kind of... Like, I, I guess stop motion is the way to call it. Like, stop motion to me intimates, like, a, a, a moving of things to intimate as they would move in real life. But, like, it's, like, a one frame per second type thing of, like, this... Her... 
then her older and then her older and then her her oldest and like falling into the into the crate or into the casket climbing into the casket and then the cast the casket just falls apart on her as she gets in there yeah the way i would describe it is uh, remember in the first star wars like in the uh, new hope right uh luke uh, when he turns on his lightsaber the frame moves mm. is that yeah. yeah 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 i get yeah. you so like that kind of special effect was really popular in soviet cinema there was like a movie about uh, i guess uh and a sort of like research institute where they specifically like research magic and like wizarding and witching uh-huh it's it's like great dry humor about like uh you know soviet like uh uh i guess intelligentsia culture and uh the like progress of um, science uh, but yeah, in that, that all of the magic just happens in like, you know, suddenly things disappear and reappear in like, and you see it like the jump cut between them. So uh-huh. I guess that was just kind of the style at the time. And probably uh, the like writer of this movie, like drew, drew inspiration from his LA work on stop motion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like the fucked up guys uh, run away. Yep, they all just retreat uh, from whence they came. Yeah, the like some of them evidently didn't don't make it and just kind of uh, are embedded in the walls. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, uh, some of them have like uh, wings, which I didn't notice in the previous shots, but like the flying. Yeah. Um. Uh, and then the smoke the, the the smoke clears. The fucked up guys leave, and Holma is just left dead on the pavement. <laughs> Yeah, and the fucked up guys who didn't leave turn to skeletons. Yep. Just collapse into bones in the corner. Uh, Homa is dead in the middle of the circle. Uh, he, he, he threw that ass in the circle and could not keep up with the, 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 the intensity required. Um, and he's dead. The other guys open the church door and like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. This guy's dead. Uh, uh-oh. Yeah, his rector, like uh, he, the guy who initially like press ganged him into doing this assignment. Like, uh, he just, like, walks in, sees what's happened, and just, like, walks out. Yeah. This, it was all a setup. <laughs> this, this is, he did, he set all this up to, uh, he, he loves, he, he set this all up just to provide a cautionary tale for the next time he has to send his seminarians on spring break. <laughs> uh, so... Like, uh, we got to the morals, and here I would like to have a little tangent, because, uh, like, we skipped over some parts of the scene where, like, uh, Homer tries to uh, wiggle out of his assignment with the rich guy, mm-hmm. uh, right? Uh, so, like, when the rich guy uh, asks why specifically his daughter asked for him... Uh, Homer says, well, I don't know. Maybe, like, the rich have their own, like, fucked up shit. They do this fucked up shit regularly. So how am I to know what the rich people want? And, uh, like, uh, uh, the rich guy says, well, maybe you were especially saintly. And, uh, And Homer says, well, I'm not very saintly because on, like, such and such religious holiday, I went into the house of a baker's wife. And so 
evidently Homer died because he was not a virgin. That's what you get for fucking. Never be fucking. Then if you, don't, you if, get fucking. If you don't fuck, then the then the clay goal in a V can't get you. Uh, yeah, so, like, we cut back to the guys from before. Uh, like, um, five points if you can remember all their names. Oh, God, shit. I got nothing. I really have nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's um, Halava and Gorobets, I guess. Would not have even... I, I would not have gotten... I If I had just, like, done a shotgun blast of syllables just as a random guess, I don't think I would have gotten any of those correct. <laughs> Yeah, uh, like, um, they're painting their seminary and drinking, uh-huh. and, uh, uh, like, uh, they reminisce about Homer, like, how good of a man he was. Yeah. And, uh, Gorobetz has a theory that, like, actually, uh, he was just, like, he perished because, uh, he was afraid. If he wasn't afraid... Uh, he would have simply spit on the witch's tail, which she, she definitely had, and, like, done a sign of the cross, and he would be okay. You know, uh, and he knows that because all of the traders in the marketplace are witches. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's the end of the movie, right? Uh, and, like, uh, the other guy suggests, well, oh, maybe yeah. Homer didn't die. Maybe he's, like, maybe he's walking towards us right now. And, like, uh, maybe all of this shit was invented by the rector who just, like, did a few drinks to Manny. Uh, <laughs> he turned the, uh, one of the guys turns to the camera and says, Folks, I have been waiting for a home off for a good 10 to 15 minutes now. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's not him walking towards them. It's uh, just, like, their supervisor. Yeah. And uh, the supervisor says, Well, are you doing some work, fellas? And uh, the fellas say, yeah, definitely. And then they continue drinking, and we get, like, cheerful music. Yeah. Um, and that's the end of the movie. So, on a scale... And that's the end of the movie. On a scale of zero to five casket pod racers, how many casket pod racers are you going to give this movie? <laughs> um, I'm going to say four. Yeah, that's about... I honestly am, like, going up to 4.5 on this, I think. I really, really liked this movie. Like, I, I I wasn't going into it expecting to dislike it or anything, but, like, I was really just kind of blown away with the... Like, I, I know I keep coming back to the practical effects, but they really just look really good. There's a lot of really good, like, actual scary moments in this, and this movie is also really fucking funny at times. Um... I really, really liked this movie. If if you, you know, I, 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 I say this about a lot of movies that we watch, but, like, I really recommend you seeking this one out, because, especially if you're an American person who would probably not be stumbling across 1960s Russian cinema otherwise. So definitely, definitely watch this one. If, yeah, I, I like this a lot, a lot, a lot. <clears throat> it's good. Yeah, uh, it's like a... A lot more of a fairy tale than straight up horror, but right. fairy tales can be scary. That's true. Um, we unfortunately don't have any questions this week, so we can just go straight into recommendations. Uh, do you need a minute? Because I can go first if you do, but uh, if not, if you want to go first, you can go for it. Uh, I think my recommendation would be uh, today. Like I listened to uh, Kyoto by Phoebe Bridges, and like that's a really famous song. 
but it's reminded me of another song uh, that I had back in my youth that has like very similar uh, triumphant tri- uh, trumpets, but like also with a really sad song behind them, right? Uh, it's called, uh, let me see, uh, From Chambers Slow uh, by Lauren O'Connell. And, well, I'm not gonna spoil a song. But yeah, it's it's great. The like trumpets are doing their little ditty, and she's singing Hell about yeah. like being terrified of death. We love trumpets. T- we love trumpets that are scared of death. <laughs> um, yeah, what's yours? My recommendation this week. Uh, I have been watching a shitload of Columbo with my friends lately. It's been a really nice thing to do. Like I just, we just like oh, all yeah. we're just all like hopping into we hop into VC at, like I don't know ten ish on some nights, and we're just like, hey, let's watch an episode of Columbo or two, and it's just. It's a good show. Like, Columbo is just really one of the most well-done detective shows that exists. Like, it's spoken of so highly for a reason. Peter Falk is just a fun, bumbling grandpa in it, and we love him uh, just owning the shit out of every rich person in the world. I... It's it's very fun to me to, like, watch that show, given that, like, my, my entire... Inca- uh, not encounter. My entire, like, experience with, like shows about police is from like the CSI and CIS this era of like just all computers all figure this out and just like all extremely copaganda and not to say that Columbo is not like pro police in some ways but it also is just like every other go- every other cop on the force is kind of a bumbling piece is kind of a bumbling idiot compared to Columbo um, which I think is fun like the cops are just is, are the cops are just largely incompetent uh, which I love to see um yeah and uh like my introduction to Columbo was uh that like that episode with uh Spock uh oh yes it's just uh, a stitching crime yes that's a yeah, good one a stitching crime and like we start that episode with like not not with Columbo but like with the guy and his motivations and then we cut to like uh Columbo arriving at the scene mm-hmm. and the first thing he does is like he borrows someone's walking stick to crack some eggs that <laughs> yep, he's just yep. carrying with him. Because <laughs> he didn't sleep well last night. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's so, Columbo, the, the, I think the best part about Columbo is that Columbo never shows up before the 15 minute mark, or like rarely does. I can't say never because I've not seen every episode, but like, it's it's just such a good, enjoyable show. And it's like, the thing is like, when you know all, when you know who the murderer is and how they did it at the start, it's really fun to be able to like look at the pieces and pick at them yourself and say, oh, okay, this is what Columbo's going to do. This is what Columbo's going to pick. This is what Columbo's going to peek at. Uh, this is the this is like the one thing of evidence that Columbo's going for. This is the contradiction. And like it's such a again, as someone who came up on like the NCIS CSI stuff, it's like, oh, boss, we checked the database. Turns out this guy was like a murderer, and it's like information that I, as the watcher, could not have obtained in any way, shape, or form. Whereas everything in Columbo, like in the same way, in a very similar way to all the uh, murder she wrote like you can figure out everything yourself i mean you already know who the murderer is but like you can find you can follow the threads yourself and know where they're going and it's really satisfying to be an engaged watcher of in a way that like modern procedurals are not whatsoever and the music Hello, is the and mus- welcome to Columbo cast with Sarah and Helga. <laughs> Straight up. I genuinely am thinking about doing a Columbo podcast, if not for the fact that it has already been done by people who are better at podcasting than me. I just, I love it. The music's also great. Like, I watched an episode last night, um, 
suitable for framing, I think was the name of it. Um, and there's oh, yeah, like a, there's like a like a theremin throughout the entire episode soundtrack. It's so good. <laughs> But um, if you're if you want an actual if you want an actual as episode of Columbo recommendation, my go to is any port in a storm. It's about Donald. Ple- it's Donald Pleasance playing a guy who loves wine, and it he is just devouring the scenery in every scene. It's incredible. You can just watch that one for free if you go to columbofile.com. Cannot recommend it enough. We love Columbo. Helga, thank you so much for I'll coming on this. Out. Oh, go on. Sorry, I'll check it out. And I have the same problem with like. Uh, wanting to podcast about ds9 and then seeing the wall of ds9 podcasts and every one of them is different and i am like i could make a legit like 30 to 50 uh episode podcast just reviewing various ds9 just just reviewing reviewing other deep space nine podcasts (laughs) yeah Call, call that shit deeper space nine um, Helga, thank you, thank you so much for coming on this yeah. episode. This was uh, a delight. I really appreciated you showing me this movie. That I, I, there was absolutely no way in hell I would have come across this movie on my own. And I really appreciated you showing it to me because I fucking loved it. Um, where can people find you? Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, well, people can find me on Twitter at hindsight and then two e's. Uh, it's like fiance, but like hindsight Gotcha. Uh, and uh, people can uh, find me on a recent episode of the podcast, uh, Kyle XY. We love Kyle XY. Um, <laughs> Kyle XY is a great podcast. And so are so are, so are so many of the other shows hosted on Noisepace.xyz like this, like Kyle XY, like LMNOP, which I was just a guest on, um, uh, like... Zero to Zero, which is currently covering the Snyder Cut. Um, those movies... The movie sounds bad, from what I've heard so far. Uh, and... City Girls... Sorry, County Girls Make County Do. County Girls Make Do. Yes, they put out their second episode. Um, the podcast that I do, such as Fear... Ba- uh, no, this is Fear Baiting. Uh, the Wonder Yerks, which is an Animorphs podcast that I do. Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, a leftism podcast that I do. And Special Grade Snacks, a Jujutsu Kaisen watch-along podcast that just finished the first season. Um, it's... It, they're all good. Special grade snacks, only 13 episodes. That's a real limited run. If you want to just get something in into your system and get out, that's a great podcast, in my opinion. Um, Gee, Sarah, how could your mom <laughs> let you have three podcasts? I've got too many fucking podcasts. It's really just not good for my scheduling, frankly. Um uh okay uh thank you for listening if you want to support us patreon.com slash fear baiting one buck a month gets you early access to the episodes if we get them up early which is not every week and we're sorry about that five bucks a month your name right on the podcast and a message ten bucks a month gets you all of that and you can make us watch a movie of your choosing you can just hold us at gunpoint and say watch this fucking movie i'm gonna pull up the patreon list right now so just a moment while i do that while uh, there's silence on like some sort of podcast or something, like mm-hmm. uh, I, when I was young, I would usually like have my brain playing uh, the girl from Ipanema because it's like the universal uh, awkwardness music. But right now I'm having uh, um, Radiohead's No Surprises. You know the bells <laughs> from the beginning. The yep. silence. <laughs> This is 
My final cast, my final fear baiting. Just kidding, it's not. Um, Don't say that. <laughs> I, yeah, it's not the final fear baiting. Of course not. Uh, <laughs> it, would be real, it would be super funny for us to do our big 200th spectacular. Me to explicitly say, no, this is not the end. And then for me to end it in episode 201. <laughs> Anyways, thank you very much to Ducky Aisha, Paul Morand, hmm, Kit Spindler, Michael Kaiser, and Paul Bechtel. We love you all so much. Uh, Blair normally edits these things. You can find him on Twitter at Blair Kitsch. Our intro and outro music was done by friend of the pod, Seda, who is also on the Wonder Yerks with, uh, with me and Blair. Uh, you can find them on Twitter at nudity and check out their music. Uh, people you meet outside of bars or just go or just go to gaygothvibes.online to purchase some of it. We love Seda. Um, if you want to find me, I'm on Twitter at sunhatgenya, S-U-N-H-A-T-Z-H-E-N-Y-A. I would also like to thank Helga while she's here for teaching me the correct way to say Zhenya because for years I was saying it Zhenya and that's not how you pronounce that. <laughs> Yeah, and that's that, that's how I met, that that's actually how I met you because you just slid into my DMs one day and you're like, hey, you've been pronouncing the, you've been pronouncing this word wrong, and I was like, oh fuck, thanks for the heads up. It bothered me so much, and while I'm talking to you right now, I'm going to reveal to you the second secret of pronouncing Genya, and it is that the y is kind of uh, um, silent. It's like Genya. Genya. Like yes. that? The, like, uh, yes, yes, pretty much exactly. Hell yeah. Uh, for some reason, uh, people who are learning uh, Russian as a second language think that they should, like, every time there's a ya uh, sound, like, um, what's it called, uh, vowel, uh, they just, like, put a ya at the start of every... Um, at, at the start of every time that they say it but it turns out sometimes it's just kind of uh, modifies the previous uh consonant right language sorry that was kind of complicated oh it's fine it's fine i'm i i'm i've been um learning kanji lately so i i, I the it's it's definitely it's lang- all languages have strange rules so you know it's it's fun to just see what the strange rules are in other languages uh, can you tell me, can you hear the difference between a hard N and a soft N in Russian? That is N and N. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the second one feels like it's a, kind of sounds like the same way that like uh, in Spanish, like an N with a tilde over it would be pronounced. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, uh, whenever there's like a, a Ya or a U uh-huh. uh, sound in Russian, like if it's uh, at the end of something, it like just modifies the previous uh, consonant to be soft. So genya, genya, genya. Yeah. Thank you very much for the linguistics lesson. I really appreciate that. Um, if I, I'm Blair's editing this one, I think so. I'm gonna I'll leave it up to him if that's interesting enough to to the listening audience, or if that's just something that's really interesting to me. <laughs> um, but uh, until next, I think that's everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so until next time. I'm Sarah. I'm Helga. And remember, you can put a fucked up guy anywhere. Good night, everyone. Especially in the church. Oh, <laughs> good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. <laughs>